I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You have something to celebrate with all your champagne cups? No. <laughs> I just wanted oh. to feel fancy. <laughs> okay. That's really it. When I want to feel fancy, I put shoes on. Wow. Because otherwise I'm just barefoot in, in the dirt. <laughs> like some sort of southern ball boy playing outside. <laughs> Whitewashing fences to make a living. I would not want to do that. That seems like a terrible way to live. Anywho. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's the welcome song. It's very short, and it's for welcoming people. It was more people. of a rap. <laughs> oh, I can't rap. I won't rap. Fun fact, whenever a white person tries to rap on television, they always have to start with, my name is blank, and I'm here to say. Uh-huh. Yes. That's how Jarrett does it. I call that the Jarrett method. <laughs> uh, and it. I think someone pointed that out, and then I started like looking for it. It's like, wow. It's li- it is literally every every single time a white man tries to rap, it's we have to learn his name and what he's here for. Yeah. My name is Mr. Plow, really and cuts... I'm here to say I'm the plowingest guy in the USA. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Dad, <sighs> stop. Stop it. <laughs> Daddy, no. <laughs> oh, let's talk Uh-oh. about this movie, because I... Critters 4, I have so much yet so little to say about this movie. Does that make sense? I just, yes, I just have so little to say about this movie. When it finished, I kind of looked down at my notes, saw that there were two of them, and I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Oh, crap. (laughs) Yeah. This is going to be a a trial. Um, Well, first of all, welcome to Spooky Time Presents. Uh, We're Jarrettless again, but that's okay. He's editing this episode, and so he's here in spirit. Hi, Jarrett. He's boycotting the series because I'm going to make make us watch Jason X all together eight times. Yeah. And he refuses. Yeah, it's... <sighs> we'll have to just clockwork orange him, you know, and make him <laughs> watch it. It's fine. Not not Mr. Jason V, sir. No, <laughs> not Mr. Jason V. <laughs> you'll watch it and you'll like uh, it. I'm one of your hosts today. My name is Kyle. And... I didn't know how to fly a spaceship 11 minutes after I was born, which means the, cr- the critters are smarter than me. That's something I'm just going to have to accept about myself. <laughs> and who's joining me here on this spaceship shaped like a rectangle? Oh, it's it's Cammy. Cammy 4. Um, we, <laughs> we talked about this, right? We talked about this in our last episode that somehow all of these sequels in space that we chose... Except for our throwback coming in two weeks is the fourth in the series of whatever series that the <coughs> film is from. And I could make the argument Jason X is the fourth in a sub-series of the Friday the 13th movies. I will be making that argument in two weeks. Be ready for it. Well, 
you're not wrong. No, Jason. That's not. I mean, that's the, not really. You don't have to argue that because it's the fourth Kane Hodder Jason film, like Friday the Thirteenth movie. Oh, right. Because the first I, one he did I didn't was the new that. blood. The seventh one, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Like those were the ones that he where he was Jason. Um, oh, and Jason goes to hell. Um, so he did five of them. And Jason X is the fourth in that series of five. That's so weird, Kyle. I was, I was going to bring up that Friday the 13th is incredibly, like, it's three, it's it's a trilogy machine. It's got the first three, which is just slasher movies. Then it has the Tommy Doyle trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then it has Jason versus for, you know, Jason versus Carrie, Jason versus Manhattan. <laughs> oh, damn. Jason lives, or Jason goes to hell is number nine. Yes. Jason Jason versus Magic, I guess. Or Jason versus the Bounty Hunter. And then Jason versus Space for number f- yeah. four. Yes. Um, that that's, that's a really good thing to bring up. We will talk about that more um, in a couple weeks when we revisit Jason X. Um, which I'm really excited to do. We haven't done any... I mean, we just redid Jason Goes to Hell. Um, but... It's been long enough. What's it been? Like three years now since we did the Friday the 13th series? Didn't we start it? Like. We, we started with Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we start it in June? But, don't ask me to remember the past. There's only pain waiting for me back there. We might there. have to do like an anniversary show. A Patreon exclusive anniversary show, perhaps? Yes. We'll see. Donate and you can hear it. Donate and you can make it happen. Yes. <laughs> Please do. Give <laughs> Please. us your money. So we can spend it on drugs. You know what's the opposite of having money? My current situation? <laughs> well, that and the budget for this film. I can believe that. All right. So... The thing about this movie is that I just, I, I like the Critters movies, the ones that I've seen. I've seen the first three um, before I sat down to watch this one f- specifically for the show. I had seen the first three already. Um, they're enjoyable movies. Um, they, what started as like a Gremlins ripoff became its own thing. It became its own franchise. I think there are... Five, six movies uh, and I a think, series now. Um, I think five, and then the fifth one came out on Sci-Fi in like 2019. Okay. I, I don't know if they did anything after that though. There's a there's a series that's called Critters, not Critters Attack. It's it's. Um, like well, I think there's they made a web series for Critters at some point about the new binge. The new binge, Critter. A new binge, yeah. So, Critters Bounty Hunter came out in 2014, and it looks like there's only one person in that movie. Critters Attack came out in 2019. Hopefully with a larger cast. So, there are, there are several 
Critters movies, and I don't know if they're all as delightful as the first three, but I hope they are. Um, I doubt it. I I like the first three, and this one, surprisingly, I liked. Um, Despite the shocking lack of Critters. There were only like two, maybe three, in the entire film. And they weren't really interested in being on camera. Yeah, it was all like I. It had to have been a budget issue, right? Like, it's called critters. Yeah. You're gonna want as many critters in that movie as possible. So the fact that there were only two, and for the most part, it was shot from their perspective. I'm assuming means they didn't have the budget to, or the time, to really. <laughs> Put monsters put in their monster movie. It. Yeah, exactly. It's like when um, uh, during one of the first screenings of Gremlins, somebody told Joe Dante and Steven Spielberg that there were too many Gremlins in the movie. And Steven Spielberg was like, oh, okay, let's take out some of the Gremlins. And then instead we can call the movie People. Like that's, <laughs> that's how this feels to me. <laughs> like It feels like really toned down like somebody was like there's too many gremlin or there's too many critters on this spaceship i feel like you should only have a few and they actually listened to that idea you know yeah it's like i want this movie to be more of a like a moby dick situation where it's just the guys after one extra mean critter and so we only have to spend money on one critter yeah (laughs) maybe two because he needs a friend everyone needs a friend everyone and then the director kind of just stared off into space for a while. A single <laughs> tear went down his cheek. Aww. Um, so we have uh, the character of Charlie is in all, all, so far, all four Critters movies. I don't know if he's in all of them because, like I said before, oh, I haven't no. seen all of them. But um, so you'll get into the plot. I did synopsis. not care for Charlie. Um, yeah, Charlie... <laughs> is the common denominator throughout the series so far. He um, becomes friends with the, the the space guys who are trying to go after the critters. Uh, God, what's that guy's name? Uh, Terrence Mann, Counselor Tetra. Um, he sort of befriends them at the end of the first one or second one. I don't know. And um, he's sort of a professional earthbound critter hunter. Um, so, yeah, his character. It makes sense if you've, <laughs> if you've seen the other Critters <laughs> movies. He is He's annoying and he's dumb. It's like a weird, like, almost like earnest <laughs> sort of yeah. situation. Was that, I, was I think I've only seen the first one and then this one just now. And so from watching that this, I was like, oh, like, are there bounty hunters and all of them into they all have to have like a southern hick vibe to them but now i realize it's just the same guy the same so that guy. yeah that's that's better than just them always having bounty hunters descend on earth and being yeah, hicks that would be stupid but um yeah he's sort of endearing once you've seen enough of those movies you know i would hope so do you have a plot because i really do not care i do let me adjust my mustache so I can open my phone so I can read the synopsis. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Critters 4. <laughs> Resurrection. 
in the not-too-distant future, the critters are floating through space in a can. The can is picked up by a space salvage crew who agree to return it to its rightful owners, Terror Corpse. The crew goes to a rundown piece of shit space station mm -hmm. and the, they, they just kind of hang out for a while for a while until terror is supposed to arrive mm -hmm. is it terror or terra or tetra tetra what is the name of these people every time they said it i was like oh so they just, they just called their corporation terror, <laughs> terror they don't they're being real <laughs> real read between the lines about this all right so the captain who is a fucking idiot <laughs> fails to seduce angela bassett yeah. gets mad beats up some guys, and then shoots holes in the critter can. The critters escape and eat him. And now everybody is in a tizzy. Oh, they're just so upset. The crew struggles to not be stupid fucking people and find the critters. The critters, who know all about space despite being born 20 minutes ago, start flying their station to Earth, possibly with murder on their mind. How do they know what Earth is? I don't know. Uh, it's the All hope movie. seems lost. Yeah. <laughs> Just roll with it. Roll like a critter. All, all hope is lost until the terror corpse arrive and start shooting people. The wrong people. Our heroes pull the old bait and switch and manage to outwit the critters and the corporations. And they escape on a spaceship, which Charlie crashes into the sun. The end. He does? <laughs> yeah, he presses that button and they start whirling around and they hit the sun. Oh my god. He's like, woo, Captain Charlie. Gotta go, boink. <laughs> I... I like that. What? I was gonna say, I like the almost like Disney Channel original movie line of, now Charlie, don't touch anything. Then he immediately gets up, walks to the captain's chair, finds the biggest button, and then just pushes yeah. it. Yeah. Don't you eat this pie. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid. Um... <laughs> But in a cute way. It was it was really weird seeing both Brad Dourif and Angela Bassett in this movie. I feel like yes. Brad Dourif was a big enough name by 1992 to not have to do this movie. You know what I mean? Had he had he already started doing Child's yeah, Play? Yeah, the first one came out in 88. So that means that I think he had three child's play movies under his belt already when he was in at the very least two yeah um the third one came out in 1991 so oh okay yeah all th all three of the like first child's play movies had had come out by the time the he first was set was done yeah and so he, that means you know because he's so not... he had a, had a following by now oh yeah I mean, and then he signed up for Critters Four. Yeah, so I'm wondering if he actually, if they wanted him, if they approached him about the role, and he was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it," or if he had actually like, seeked out an acting job and landed on, on Critters Four. I I like him in this movie. He's maybe I'm biased because I love it when he gets angry because he yells and he sounds like Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah. The power's out in the control room. Quick, Angela, give me the power. I beg of you. <laughs> Don't give me the power. <laughs> um, I would love it if Brad Dorif, a fan of himself and everyone loving him, was able to find a way to insert 
give me the power i beg of you into every single role he ever has be hilarious oh my god be the greatest thing in the world i would lose my mind brad dorif has been in be... 175 things holy shit that is more than i would have guessed by a lot and he was in one flew over the cuckoo's nest when he was really young he played billy bibbit in cuckoo's nest um that was in 75 so that was like over 15 years before this movie came out he had been in so many things pre critters for it's just so weird to me that he's in this movie angela bassett too like she's young she almost like doesn't look like herself because i'm so used to seeing gonna... her in like american horror story and stuff i was gonna say I wrote down a note of Angela Bassett looks so young and Brad Dorif looks the same. Yes. <laughs> He's either aged well or aged early. Yeah. He's, he's been in so much stuff. I, I, I don't know. Critters four though. Because I was watching this, and I hadn't seen his name come up in the opening credits. Like, I had just missed that somehow. Maybe I was looking at my phone. I don't know. But uh, I was watching this with Taylor's sister um, and Taylor, and Taylor's sister was like, that guy looks really familiar. I was like, wait, who is that? And it didn't even register to me that it was him, because I was like, why would he be in Critters 4? <laughs> like, oh, there's Brad Dourif. What? It was funny. No, no, no. That can't be. It's got to be his brother, Chad Dorif. Chad. The nose doesn't look right. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Chad Dorif. Give me the power, you punk. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's really not a whole lot to say about this movie, trivia-wise. Um... <sighs> I don't know. There's the, this is the first Critters movie where Don Keith Opper, who plays Charlie, was like the first build. I think I may have said that already. Um, all of the external space scenes and a whole bunch of the sets were from another uh, one of Don Keith Opper's films from 1982 called Android. Um, <laughs> this movie huh. feels like a recycling project. Like the more I look into it, it's just like, they just made this on a, I feel like they had like six <laughs> bucks and they were like, what can we do? How many critters can how we many, fit into this movie? How many sets can we get, you know, donated to us from the lost set lot? How many actors can we convince to be in it for the sheer novelty of it? <laughs> How many people can we get to volunteer to clean the sets? None? Well, then we'll just say that it's a rundown space station. Exactly. And just keep all the trash. Yes. And I, I like the little, um, there's a few a few references to other space movies where you've got, you know, the time is running out at the end of the movie and it feels like the end of Alien. Whenever it's like, ah, ah, you know, like... Oh. <laughs> the countdown, you know, in the background. And um, also the trash compactor scene was totally Star Wars. They're like, oh no, we're going to yeah. die. Help us. And she's like, I'm afraid I can't do that. 
Um, you are trash. You belong yeah, here. It, and that felt very like 2001 A Space Odyssey, but like the, the like Angela system wasn't quite like self-aware. It was just broken. And that's why yeah, it wasn't dumb. like helping them at all. <laughs> it's because they had to figure out that she does the opposite of everything that we ask, just like my ex-wife. <laughs> but only sometimes, because they do issue her direct commands that happen. <sighs> Those ex-wives, I tell you what. Oh, oh, don't ask me about my ex-wife. We'll be, t- we'll be here talking for hours, I tell you what. Oh. <laughs> um, and then when Charlie meets the crew after the trash compactor scene he's wearing like a freddy krueger sweater um i did notice he changed his clothes completely i mean this Uh. movie was produced by new line so that's probably why they just wanted to like throw that in there like hey this is also a horror movie the critters movies are fun (laughs) because they're sort of like gateway horror um, kind of like Gremlins, you know, where like I would feel comfortable watching this movie with a kid, and the kid would probably enjoy yeah. it a lot more than either of us did. <laughs> um, uh, kids are stupid. Yeah, and the first three are the same way, where it sort of feels like it feels like it wasn't made for adults, but adults can watch it, they, and it gets gruesome very quickly. Um, yeah. But, like, other than that, there's not... I mean, we saw Angela Bassett's butt in this movie. But then she punches the captain for being an idiot. You know? Redemption. Yeah. It's okay that we did that because we empowered her moments later. Yes. Yeah. And it's not... I mean, everybody knows what a butt looks like, you know? It's so different from seeing any... (laughs) any other type of nudity on a human being so yeah i i like the critters movies for for kids for me and for kids good for uh fun for the whole family from ages 8 to 80 (laughs) not 81 you cannot watch was it there was a simpsons joke of that you know ages 8 to 80 and then grandpa and maggie kind of get up and look offended it's like we know when we're not wanted (laughs) Ugh. Uh, yum 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 gin so if we're if we're trivialists for the rest of the movie do you have any other trivia facts um not really i have a feeling this is going to be kind of a short episode <laughs> um we just sort of hit the the 20 minute mark on our um oh god thingies so we'll make it to, to 40 minimum yeah and we'll call it a we got to do this. <laughs> we got to talk about the Simpsons this. for 20 minutes. <laughs> Filibuster. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I think go ahead. something that needs to be mentioned. This movie currently ranks second with uh, spaceship graphics, with first place currently being Bloodlines and third place being Leprechaun in space. Yes. Yeah. And I believe Alien Resurrection is going to take the top spot oh, next yeah, week. Definitely. I mean, a- Alien Resurrection is the big budget it's movie. a real movie. <laughs> out of all of these. Yeah. With the most notable actors and yeah. 
Sigourney and Winona making out that one scene. It was great. Sigona. <laughs> Winorni. <laughs> I like that better. Oh, boy. Ugh, what a fun month. Jared's really missing out. <laughs> uh, it's a goof and a half. Yep. So which, what were some of your favorite or notable scenes? Um, I was thinking about that today. And I'm like, I don't really... <laughs> I think as a whole, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, anytime the critters were on screen were probably like my high points of the movie. I personally think that the critters are very cute. Um, yeah. They're adorable. In theory. They're just, they're just little balls of hair yeah. that sometimes have teeth. Um, and so that's why the, the one through three are so much fun, because there are so many of them. Um, especially, I mean, if you're going to watch a Critters movie, watch the second one. Because that one, I think, is, I don't know, overall the best one, the most enjoyable to watch. Uh, the first one's good, too. And is filmed on the same set as Leprechaun was uh, in the same house. You know the house from Leprechaun? Oh. It's the same house. Um, <laughs> so, which is kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, it's it's definitely enjoyable, but the second one takes the cake. The second one is very over-the-top and goofy, like how it really It should, should be. be. Yeah. I would say, yeah, watching this movie, I kept thinking, like, wow, this would be so much better if, you know, the, the critters were, like, doing something yes. but like being mischievous and you know running around and just having things happen and it's like oh wait that would just be gremlins except they're different shapes exactly i kept my mind just kept going into that like well this would be better if it was just gremlins yes correct i'm i'm always sad that we didn't get more gremlins movies because the second one is so just off the rails ridiculous I, w- I would like to see more. Have I seen the second one? I just like the gremlins. The second one is like really self-aware and like Billy is an architect for a really big company run by a na- man named Daniel Clamp, who is obviously supposed to be a Donald Trump type. <laughs> um, they live in the city and like there's a, there's a lab and the... And he was working in it late one day. <laughs> he was twerking in it late one night. Um, yeah, so if that doesn't sound familiar to you yet, you probably haven't seen it, and you should. Um, no. If I've, I feel like people sleep on Gremlins too, but it is just fabulous. I think you would like it a lot. People sleep. People sleep during Gremlins too. No, 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 Kyle. <laughs> I'm, I'm so funny. You are funny. Now shut up. Shut your funny fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm Googling Gremlins 2 right now. Okay. Gremlins 2, the new batch. There were new... They then just reuse all the old ones? It's crazy. No, there's like a million more Gremlins. There's one that's like really goofy looking. And then there's one that has bat wings that's really cool looking. And then there's one that talks. And then there's a girl Gremlin. Um, <gasps> Do any of them shoot lasers? I don't think so. I can't remember, though. I'm out. I'm out. I want laser gremlins. Laser gremlins. Um, I'll no. tell you a scene in this movie, Back going back to the Critters movie, a scene that infuriated me when it happened. Mm-hmm. So, what was the name of our young hero? 
Ethan? Ethan, let's Evan? go with it. Uh... John Everyteen? <laughs> boy? What was his name? Ethan, yeah, it was I was right. His name was Ethan. Okay, Ethan. So Ethan comes, you know, walks out of the hallway. He's juggling the eggs, and he's doing, like, a tense standoff with the uh, corporate guy. Breaks two of them. Walks in front of Angela Bassett and says, like, you want the last egg? Here, take it. Angela Bassett grabs the gun. You know, he hid in his waistband. Mm-hmm. And then she proceeds to hit the guy with it. Yeah. And it was so fucking dumb. And then, like, a minute later, Charlie uses it as an actual gun and shoots him. Proving that there were, in fact, bullets in this gun this man is handing to you. Yeah. I almost stopped the movie right there and just said, fuck yeah. it. Like, these, this crew of space salvagers are all just intensely stupid. They are, yeah. It's almost as if they aren't trained for space travel or professionalism in any of its forms. It's like a sleazy version of Alien. It's basically the exact plot of Alien, except for you have more people alive at the end of the movie. Yeah. What was the name of the cat in Alien? Jones. Charlie? Jonesy. Jonesy. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was Charlie. (laughs) That would be weird. But yeah, this this is... Now (laughs) Charlie. Discount Alien. Don't press any of these buttons. You see, she didn't say that at the end of Alien 2, which is why the ship crashed when the when the cat pressed the button. Oh, no. Killing Newt. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Newt doesn't get to be in any sequels. That's stupid. I see that she's doing the um, the convention circuit, though. Is yeah, she? Yeah, she doesn't usually do that sort of thing, but um, I saw that she was at a few of the like Days of the Dead conventions last year. It would be interesting to meet Newt. Obviously, it would she's be. like 30 now. But. Yeah, if I say this would be interesting decades ago when she was, when I could hear her say her iconic lines and not feel like a creep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anyways. Uh, critters for, I don't know. I found myself kind of like caring about the characters and following what was going on even even though i was a little bit upset that there weren't more critters in this movie i that's what it comes down to the lack of critters is disturbing however i find your lack of critters disturbing. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what i was thinking the whole time however i just like i don't know like it was fun it was stupid and didn't take itself too seriously it was definitely lighthearted. Yeah, and I liked that. Yeah, I I, f- I feel like that's really all I have to say about this movie. Like it was fine. I liked the little baby critters, um, the ones who killed. I liked it until it opens. What's its his name? Fucking mouth. <laughs> Richard. Oh, oh, we're we're thinking about two different little babies. I'm thinking of the one where he like opened the science lab. Oh box, yeah, and, it, and it they was like in the fog matured it. And it's like oh, it's adorable, and then it opened its fucking gigantic mouth with its rows of death teeth. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, find, find a, find some fire and just, you know, toss that bad boy in yeah, there. The first, the hatchlings that we saw, like at the beginning, uh, toward the beginning of the movie. I mean, so we, we didn't see any critters for the first like 35 minutes of this movie, I think. Uh, Something then like we that, saw yeah. those little guys for all of 
two minutes, then they rolled away, and then we didn't see any more critters until another 20 minutes after that, I think. Yeah, I think we don't see them again until they kill the drug guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, That was when I was getting to my limit. I was like, all right, where are the critters? And then they killed the drug guy, and I was like, all right. Okay, that's fine. They did their best. It turns out the... turns out the four in Critters 4 was the number of minutes the Critters were going to be on screen. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I think it should be noted that the Critters um, were designed, for all, all of the Critters movies up to this one, I'm not sure about the sequels, but um, were designed by the Kyoto Brothers, who either directed, produced, did the creature effects for killer clowns from outer space. And... If you if you look at the critters, you can kind of tell that they're they feel like they have the same kind of design style when you just sort of look at one. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like you could when you put them side by side like that, you can be like, yeah, this mm-hmm. the same minds crafted these two creatures. Yeah, very wrinkly and like kind of cute, but like in a really gross kind of way. And See, I ugly cute kind of yeah. thing um i love i love their like, oh style. you're adorable yeah. yes exactly adorable. i just want to scrunch your already scrunched face mm-hmm. yes precisely um i i love obviously i love killer clowns and um i think that they the the critters themselves have made them have sort of like i said before become their own thing as opposed to just a knockoff of gremlins Gremlins, um good for them also if you listen to the way the gremlins uh, maybe they're not um (laughs) the way the critters sort of speak and the way they make noises they sound like the clowns from killer clowns and so i looked it up um, I, I just wanted to look at like the sound department to see if there was any overlap between this movie and um, Killer Clowns, and there wasn't. I didn't look at any of the other information for any of the other Critters movies, and so like those could be similar. But um, yeah, the sounds were similar too. That like weird sort of. I think it. I don't remember. It's the almost like a metal sounding, like a tinny growl that they have. That is. It, I mean, it's 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 great. It sounds like a monster, but it they they sound very similar. So maybe I'll look more into that eventually. I don't know. We'll do our Critters 4 follow-up episode on Patreon tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll Maybe we'll do other people. Critters. Maybe we'll do a Critters month sometime down the line, eventually. Maybe, or Gremlins yeah. knockoffs the season. Gremlins, Ghoulies, Critters, all of them. Hobgoblins. Troll 2. Troll 2? With Goblins. With- <laughs> I don't know. I'm just listing off terrible monster movies. Yeah. So I got one more, two more, one more scene, two okay. more scene, one more Lay scene. Lay it on me. Um, and it's just such a tiny little thing. Angela Bassett gets out of the shower and she's got her towel on. Mm-hmm. Brad Dorff's standing out there 
I forget what they say, but they exchange a couple lines of dialogue and they laugh with each other mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, they're best friends. And like in that moment, I'm like, everyone else in this movie is expendable. Those two <laughs> treasures must yeah. must make it to the end. They must live on. Um, yeah, I liked that too. Uh, she walks out of the shower and she's like, asshole. And he's like, that's Captain Asshole. And they have a little chuckle about it. I thought it was cute. Yeah, it's just such a... I could... You, if you told me that that was just Brad Dorf and Angela Bassett joking around, mm-hmm. they didn't realize the camera was rolling, I would believe you without without a doubt in my mind. Yeah, definitely. I hope they got along on set. I hope they were friends. I wish Brad Dorf would be my friend. Me too. He seems great. So does his daughter. Ah, yes. Bradlina. Fiona. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. Bradlina. Yeah. Bradlina, Fiona. Bradlina's her middle name. Oh. Only her only her close friends can call her Bradlina. I see. That doesn't make any sense, Kyle. That, uh, I don't make a lot of sense, <laughs> generally speaking. Every, every sentence I say is essentially independent from the one before it. There's very little follow through with what I'm thinking. <laughs> Anyways, um, <sighs> critters four. Well, it this. I guess that's that's that time of the movie. The movie. <laughs> Rate this movie where <laughs> actors were paid to be on screen. Let's do it. Let's just well let's rate this so that we can go home to our families um oh i hate my family oh no no i'm kidding i'm you kidding i say loud because i think they can hear me oh. i don't know if this is the best way to say this but it took lockdown in my childhood home for me to realize how truly thin these walls are oh, no. <laughs> i'm so sorry kyle oh. donate to our patreon so kyle can move out <laughs> Kyle, you can come live with us. We have a spare bed. And I just might. Don't invite me over. I won't ever leave. Oh, okay. You want to come over? I'll be like Michael Keaton in that movie where he was a squatter. Yeah, the squatter. No. Batman. Waverly Heights. I watched it. Oh, it's got to be months ago now on HBO. Birdman. And it was distressing. Oh, I love Birdman. I've never seen Birdman. Oh, you got it. I know. You got it. I know. I hear it's fabulous. I watched it not realizing it was a a one-shot movie kind of a thing. Uh-huh. And I was, like, after 15 minutes of watching, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening here. Something's not right. Oh, and then I just fell in love with it from that second onward. Oh. Interesting. I'm excited to see it. One day. One day I'll sit down and watch it. Yeah, you should. But today is not that day. Anyway. This day we fight. Yes. All right, what do you want to rate this bad boy? <laughs> we got one through five self-destruct buttons um, or the going plaid crowning achievement. I'm trying to think of what I rated our previous films. Um, I liked this movie not quite as much as I liked Leprechaun 4, but I definitely liked it more than Hellraiser Bloodline. But I can't remember what I rated either of them. Uh I think we gave Hellraiser a two and a half. 
correct? Possibly. And I want to say that I gave Leprechaun a four. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this movie a three. Okay, three self destruct buttons. Yeah, middle ground. Press it before the three. I'm gonna give it a two. Uh-huh. It would be a zero, but it took place in space. Like nothing <laughs> happened in this movie. They got to the space station. They wandered around it and they left. Like two people died. Mm-hmm. It was a very. Oh, I remember now. I was gonna say where Leprechaun. They just said like, oh, okay, he's in space, and then they just mashed together as much science fiction as possible mm-hmm. to pad out the story. That was good. Hellraiser Bloodlines. Like, okay, he's in space. And then they just make two other stories to f- help pad out the runtime to almost unconnected stories. Uh-huh. This one, they just kind of like, well, they could just wander for another 20 minutes. And that's how they padded this runtime. Yeah. And that was th- the worst way to do it so far. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it felt like nothing. It felt like this could have been a short film. It really could have. I mean, gonna sound mean cut an hour out of this movie and just have the gremlins attacking from the moment they're out of the can the until they whatever <laughs> crap have the you know happy little elves attack from the moment they're out of the can until the moment our heroes get in the evil ship and leave and just like that's the movie like it'd be better if it was that yeah yeah all right well on that note we are we're out know we're kind of close to our (laughs) to to our 40 minute minimum right we might be there already we're gonna take forever plugging ourselves and signing off i'm going to plug all of my social media one letter at a time i'm just kidding (laughs) i don't have the patience my name is cammy that's k as in cammy a as in ammy ask cammy something (laughs) m as in my name is cammy i as in i am cammy space (laughs) Robert Loja. R as in Robert Loja. <laughs> Sometimes Family Guy's funny. It, I mean, the first three or four seasons, I would happily just sit down and rewatch. Yeah. But eventually, Family Guy got mean. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Family Guy's a weird enigma for me because, like, I don't want to flat out say that I like Family Guy, that I love Family Guy, because, like, I used to, but I really don't anymore. I feel like if you really liked Family Guy 10, 15 years ago, now you probably don't like it as much. Um, but... I, I, I'll sit down and watch an episode of Family Guy sometimes, and I will laugh my ass off at a lot of the jokes in the episodes. But then there are so many that are just so offensive or miss so hard that I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these writers? Like, are they just, like, putting one joke from one singular writer in to, like, make him feel good? <laughs> everybody gets one yeah like why don't they fire whoever's writing those jokes i'm assuming it's because they're all writing them but like you know what i mean like i feel weird for liking yeah. that show sometimes but it is when it's not when it's painfully good, it's unfunny good. Not, yeah 
It's really not. Exactly. Yeah, that's my that's my conundrum with Family Guy. Thank you, thank you for coming. This Critters Four was. You should all watch Bob's Burgers instead. Deployed. I love Bob's Burgers. That show is so funny. I have a crazy meta theory about Teddy. Do you want to hear it, and then we'll wrap yes, it up? Yes, I do. All right, Teddy is your average everyday, you know, handyman, uh-huh. you know, kind of an idiot, who is aware that he is in a TV show about Bob and his family. Uh-huh. That's why he's a always hanging around them and. You know, because any time he spends away from them, he's not truly existing. Like, things only happen around Bob. They're only, you know, his life is only alive around Bob. And that's why he always is so just 110% into anything the family is going to do. Like, Bob says, oh, like, we're going to take the kids and we're going to drive down to Florida. And Ted's like, okay, like, is there room for me in the back of the car? Like, I'll, you know, I'll tag along. Mm -hmm. Because he knows he has to be around Bob. Uh And, And the reason he gets so, like, like Bob asked him to hold up that cardboard thing on the window and Jimmy Pesto gets that reflector to shoot sunlight at them and he's holding it up and it's, you know, his fingers are burning and he's screaming and he does stuff like that all the time where he's just, you know, I'm going to hurt myself because you, you know, kind of half asked me to because he knows like, Oh, like this is how I participate in the story. This is how I get to be around the family more. Uh-huh. I have to play along and I have to do it enough. Huh? I've been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers. That's, it sounds like it, Kyle. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, I've been craving burgers a lot. I think that's an independent thing, but it's mm-hmm. it's also happening. Beautiful. Where can we find you, Cammy? <laughs> you can find me listening to Kyle's fan theories. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. That's M A G I. Oh, we're good. Yeah, Magic Ghost Baby. That's one word. Jarrett's not here, but you can find him on Instagram at daddy, with an I, underscore Dangerfield, or you can find him on Twitter at Jarrett underscore Miller. Kyle, where can we find you? Yes. You can find me on Twitter, Fievel Goes West, not East. I get a lot of hateful emails saying like, hey, man, I looked for you, couldn't find Fievel Goes East. It's like I tell them it's West. (laughs) Fievel Goes West. Pure Uh, West. Uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash spookytimepodcast, $5, it gets you all of our bonus shows, and there's like, there's 90, there's 900 bonus shows. Yeah. 900 units of content just waiting for you for $5. That's that's a bargain. I would do it, except I already, I can listen to it for free, so I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you want to donate to our fake $100 tier, I will... Every day, for one month, spend an hour sending you positive vibes, bro. Wow, that's a lot of vibes. I mean, that could be that could make or break any business meeting. You mean just give me a call, tell me when you need the vibes, and bam, <laughs> you'll be vi- we'll, we'll be vibing together oh, vibing. while you pitch your show to the network heads. Yeah. Wow. It's like Family Guy, except Peter is Hispanic. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Los Hombres. <laughs> The men. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't know what I didn't know know what hombres meant going into that sentence. It was just a Spanish word that <laughs> I knew wasn't an object. <laughs> it's called El Pollo Loco. <laughs> it's exclusively him fighting the chicken. Oh my god! All right, folks. Well, I hope Jarrett has a really good time editing this episode. <laughs> 
It's going to be like, you guys, talk, say something, anything. Um, and we won't. We won't. We'll be back next week with um, Alien Resurrection. So please stick around for that. I've never seen it before, so I am uh, pretty stoked on watching that Film. That still surprises me. How have you not watched all the Alien movies? I don't know. Like I, I, I really, really love the first one, and I've seen it, you know, a handful of times. But I had just recently seen Aliens. Um, I don't think I will ever see the third one because I don't really want to. <laughs> um, uh, I've seen um, Prometheus well, and Alien Covenant. Covenant. I saw both of those in theaters when they came out. Oh, I was so disappointed with both of those movies. Yeah, they were fine. Like, upon my first viewing, I was like, all right, cool. Like, fine. And then I, like, read other people's reviews of them, and I was like, oh, I guess people didn't really like these movies very much. <laughs> uh, my big problem with Prometheus was, as I'm watching it, I realized, like, oh, like, I don't want an action horror, you know, sci-fi movie. I just want a movie where these people go to an alien planet mm-hmm. and just kind of discover things and just take their time and research and learn yeah and yeah eventually they can uncover alien goo but like maybe don't have them drink it two minutes after getting to the planet like hey yeah these are supposed to be some of the best scientists in the world maybe not so yeah i just realized i wanted a different movie from it after i finished watching (laughs) it uh but something i'll give the viewers this hint too i think alien resurrection is really the only movie that connects with its previous movies significantly um, so I'm just going to tell you at the end of Alien 3, spo- spoiler alert, mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver dies. She kills an alien in her belly by jumping into a uh, Terminator 2-style vat of molten lead. Ooh, does she do the thumbs up? Uh, no, she's human, so she's immediately <laughs> killed. Ah! The nerve. It's not how hot lead works, Cammy. Shucks. It just kills you. Well. There's no posing. <laughs> well, fine. So yeah, just... As you guys are watching Alien Resurrection to keep up with us, just know that that happened, which is why she's cloned. Oh, okay. Thanks, Kyle. You're welcome. I'm just your friendly neighborhood movie spoiler. My doing God's work. Kyle. In the others, they were the ghosts. <laughs> All right, pals. We'll see you next week with more dialogue. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Goodbye, Space Kiss. Oh, yeah, we'll have stuff to talk about next week, because I, I really like Alien Resurrection. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs>